Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. Whether it's getting ready in the morning, or winding down in the evening, or dishes, vacuuming, baking, cooking, <laughs> cleaning, changing diapers, working on fence, riding up and down the road, delivering things, or getting to and from work conference period, lunches. I'm glad you're here. And I will try and use your time wisely. Not a lot on the homestead to report. Just uh, temperatures are unusually warm today. Seem to be the last few days. Very muggy. Mm. But with this part of the world, that can change in a heartbeat. So, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast, the people that listen to it, share it, be with them and their families, guide them and bless them, protect them. Thank you for those who have gone before us. Thank you for the warnings from history and currently and the time that you're giving us to try and turn our nation back to you, to try and turn more people back to you. Give us assurance, strengthen our faith, fill our hearts, give us your peace. Calm our anxieties. Help us to know that you have things well in hand. And to be more concerned with what you think and serving you than we are with what the world thinks and serving it. And guide my words here today, Father, please. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we ask and pray. Amen. So we're going to try and pick up where we left off last podcast. Read through just a couple sentences of this paragraph that we left off. We're going through the second volume for a few days of this Churchill biography by William Manchester, just simply because of the parallels that we have between it, uh, the the 1920s and 30s in in Europe, primarily in England and Germany, versus the comparisons, sadly, that we have today uh, in the United States. So we'll read through this again real quick. Barrington Ward, who was a editor or foreign policy writer for the London Times told a friend that Nazi outrages were, quote, largely the reflex of the external persecution to which Germans had been subjugated since the war, end quote. Englishmen's commitment to fair play, he added, obligated them to help the victimized country escape from encirclement and achieve equality, the code phrase which meant rearmament. History has credited the Nazis for the restoration of the Reich's military might, but some Englishmen had 
anticipated them. In the summer of 1932, Franz von Papen, then Chancellor, declared that the shackles of Versailles were intolerable. The Times weighed the Chancellor's compliment or complaint, found it justifiable, and called for the quote, timely redress of grievances, end quote. So here you, you really see the wording similar to what we hear today, right? So you see uh, these outrages, right, by the Nazis. They weren't the Nazis' fault. They were caused by the, the reflex external persecution to which they'd been subjugated to. Well, where do we hear that constantly? Well, the actions of, of these kids in school, it's not their fault, right? They've got ADHD or ADD or they've got uh, whatever other problem. It's somebody else's fault. We can't hold them accountable. You look at the nation, uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, uh, any minority, anywhere, illegal immigrants. It's not their fault. It's somebody else's fault, right? It's persecution that they've been subjugated to and and we can't hold them accountable. That's, it's not their fault. And then the next one, uh, we were, they're obligated. The Englishmen have to because of our commitment to fair play. We, we have to help the victimized. How often today do we hear victims, victims, victim of oppression, racism, sexism, whatever phobia, xenophobia, homophobia, transphobia, whatever you want to call it, the victim. There's this creation of the victim class, right? And, and we've got to help, help the victimized. We've got to help the victims against the oppressors. And, and we're the oppressors. Right? And you see the same thing here in the 1920s and 30s. It's not the Nazis' fault. They're just being oppressed. They're the victims. And we're, we're the responsibility. It's, it's our fault. We oppress them. You go back to the treaty at the end of World War I, right? And we made, we just, we made life too hard. And, and there's a lot of arguments, folks, those of y'all that know history that listen to the podcast. <laughs> Versailles, and I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Forgive me. I'll look it up. Or at least it doesn't sound right in my head right now, but that treaty was really bad. It was not a well-thought-out treaty. And it did put an almost unbearable burden on the Germans. But that was the treaty that everybody signed. And if you're going to go back and fix it, that's one thing. But just to ignore it, right? Illegal immigration today is a great example. We have huge problems with our immigration policy. It needs to be drastically overhauled. The only people that ought to be coming into this country are people that fall in line with the founding faith and principles of our nation and make our country stronger, that benefit the country somehow, that brings some skill or some trade or something to the table and that's the way it used to be, folks. That's not cruel. That's not unkind. That's what you should do. And those people that want to throw out the Old Testament, the Bible, right, at Christians, great. I love it when y'all bring up the Old Testament verses on being kind to the alien. Because you know what? Every time 
in the Old Testament, which if you don't know the Bible, you don't know this, so you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. The requirement was for those aliens to follow the laws of God. So you want to bring immigrants into America based on the fact that we are a Christian nation, we were born that way? I'm all on board, 100%. Love the fact that you quote the Old Testament. But I got sidetracked. The point is, they, you know, it wasn't the Nazis' fault. It's not Black Lives Matter. It's not, it's not black people's fault. It's not brown people's fault. It's not illegal immigrants' fault. It's not poor people's fault. It's not whoever's, whatever the victim class is, it's not their fault. It's not gay's fault or the trans' fault or the, you pick, pick whatever group you want to pick that's been victimized. They're just victims and we got to help them, right? And what's the point of help here? How many times have you heard this word, equality? We need them to achieve equality. And of course, what they mean by equality, it's, it's so maddening that we're doing the exact same thing today, by the way. We're, we're literally using the same words and going down the exact same path. Equality, they mean equality of results. Not equality of opportunity. Not equality of treatment. It's the whole... The, here, the feminist movement is the one that comes to mind. The feminist movement is such a big load of horse manure. The idea that feminists care at all about women is an absolute 100% untruth by their actions. I'm not saying that some of those people can't be deceived and they think they're being helpful. But in reality, based on actions, they're not. You destroy marriages. That doesn't help women. You're not helping women by destroying marriages. You're making them more vulnerable. You're taking away the ability to fulfill a role that God gave them. You break down families. You take women out of the home and, and tell them they've got to go work like a man. You're not helping women. Look at the anxiety. Look at the stress level. And there's reports from, ironically, from leftist colleges backing this up that the unhappiness and the anxiety and the depression rates in women in particular have increased the more they've gone down this path that feminism said they've got to go down, right? And it was never about equality. That's the whole point, right? It was never about equality. Feminism wanted men and women to be treated the same. We're not the same, folks. Only the most dishonest or foolish people think men and women are the same. And yet here, here we're doing the same thing. That's just one example. Nazis, it's not their fault. They're the victims. They just want equality. Oh, good Lord in heaven. And then this last sentence here, uh, it's time to redress grievances. Well, where do you hear that today? What do we need to do about slavery? What do we got to do? Reparations. Oh, we got to fix all of these grievances. Reparations. We need reparations today. 
We've got to give them more money. We, we are absolutely ignoring what's going on in front of our face today and, and acquiescing to the demands of evil. See if I've got time for one more paragraph here. The Prime Minister, well, let me start one sentence. Speaking in Newcastle, Lord Lothian said that the Germans have passed through a tribulation which we have never known. We re should receive it in no niggardly spirit. The offers, they were of course demands, made to the world by Herr Hitler. The Prime Minister in Britain agreed, <clears throat> and to one Wilhelm Strauss document which came into British hands when Berlin fell in May 1945, MacDonald assured Germany's ambassador to Britain, Leopold von Hoesch, that he knew there were no atrocities, no beatings, no desecration of synagogues, that everything England's owned envoys had reported was, in short, a lie. MacDonald explained that he understood very well the character of and the circumstances attending a revolution. According to the Times, Baldwin told Hosh that England was entirely willing to work closely with a Germany under the new order. It is startling to read this Nazi phrase, so frightened with evil, or frighted, freighted, freighted with evil, quoted by a once and future prime minister in the columns of the Times. Doubtless Baldwin had not grasped its implications, but he should have, and he should have spoken out. His silence, his refusal to see, hear, and speak no evil of the Nazi chancellor was characteristic of the response among England's ruling classes. If they offended him, they told one another, he would become hostile, and his hostility would blind him to reason. New World Order, right? The Great Reset, Restart, whatever they talk about. The point is, we have for decades refused to see, hear, and talk about the evil pushed forward in this country by the left for decades. Abortion, literally ripping children limb from limb out of their mother's womb. LGBTQIA plus minus equal cross sign, whatever. The sexual deviancy encouraged not only in our adults, but in our children that has unarguably turned into the mutilation of our children. The support for illegal immigration that brings in Criminals, rapists, murderers, thieves, swindlers, individuals who at the very best 
care nothing for America and come here to send support back to their motherland or fatherland. Not to mention, as we've talked about recently on this podcast, the number of terrorists from thousands of individual, tens of thousands of illegal immigrants who have come from countries who state-sponsored terrorism, Islamic terrorism, Muslim terrorism, Muslim actions. How about we'll just leave it at that? Critical race theory, identity politics, judging people constantly based on their skin color, ethnicity, class, how much money they have, and ignoring actions. For decades, we have refused to talk about this because we fear if we offend these people they would become hostile and that would blind them to reason. Where do we see reason in the left? And what actions do we see logic and reason? Abortion? Sexual deviancy? hypocritical standards, climate activism? Where do we see logic and reason from the left? Where did the Britons see logic and reason from the actions of the Nazis as they beat and tortured and imprisoned and raped their way to power? And there's an interesting little blip that we'll read out of this biography. I I thought we would have more time than we did today, but we don't. Uh, About the elections that, and this is really the, probably one of the key, if not the key dark secret that we don't talk about. We don't want to talk about. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to see it. When Hitler finally really got total control in Germany. He had a couple of elections uh, that he knew the outcome of before he did them, but they were still open elections. And the the percentage of, of voting Germans that came out and voted was overwhelming. I don't remember the percentage off the top of my head. We'll come back to it and talk about it at some point. It was, I think, well over 80%, I think. Uh, and the percentage of people that voted for the the proposals put forward by the Nazis was something like 90 or 95 percent. And, and I may be a little off there, folks. As I said, we'll go back and look at it. But this is the point. This is the really dark thing that we don't like to talk about. We don't want to. There's some of y'all that you know where I'm going already and you're already shaking your head and rolling your eyes and going, oh, my gosh, Cope, give it a rest. You're beating a dead horse. But I'm not, because the horse is still alive and running around and kicking. It's great. It's healthy. It's super healthy, actually. Uh, Or the elephant in the room, if you like the elephant analogy better. And that is, 
the reason that we're where we are today, right, is because we've rejected God as a nation. That, that is the reason. But we have millions, tens of millions of fellow citizens who have chosen voluntarily, not by force, not by coercion, to vote for, support, give money to politicians and policies of those core evil values of the left for decades, for decades and decades, folks. This isn't something, it's not just Biden. The idea that you think that everything comes down, if you think everything's coming down right now to Biden and Trump again, um, go back and listen to the podcast over the last year or two. We've been on this path for decades. These things that have been happening, feminism is a great example. Islam, Lord, that's been going off since the very beginning of our nation, and even I know hundreds of years before that. Thank you to those of y'all who know history out there. I just mean here in America. We've been ignoring the problems for a long time, folks. We're really good at it. But the problem is we have neighbors, friends, family members. They want this stuff for whatever reason. And at some point, it doesn't matter what the reason is, folks. It doesn't matter if it's ignorance or malevolence. I mean, that's always good to know your enemy. It's good to know why. But at the bottom line, at the end of the day, is they're choosing to vote for that stuff. And you go, well, what does that mean? I mean, what are you telling me, Cope? It's kind of like the pastor that I talk about some sometimes with... Monday morning relevant preaching. We can't understand these things in the privacy of our own minds and homes and then go out in the world and act in such a way that's completely contradictory to what we know in our hearts and minds. There's going to have to come a time where you make decisions about who you associate with and how you associate with them in business, in education, in church, in day-to-day life that takes into account whether they support evil or not. I know I'm way over here, folks. i got to make one more point clear, and I'll leave you alone. It doesn't mean we don't love those people. For those of you all out there that are Christian, for those of you all that try and follow the principles of Christ, Christ... He never turned anyone away. But he never for one single second altered his morals, his values, the truth to appease somebody else. If you get a chance, share the podcast with somebody today. I know it was a long one. Maybe warn them. (laughs) If you, because y'all are the reason it grows, folks. When it grows, man, y'all are it, 100%. Uh, Obviously, God's in control and he's doing whatever he's going to do with it. But as far as from a humanly point of view, if the podcast grows, it's y'all. And it doesn't matter whether it's London, uh, where we have some listeners, or Paris, France, or Paris, Texas, or California, or Illinois, or Florida, wherever you are, 
when you tell people you're the reason that the podcast grows. If you want to contact us, American Soul Podcast at gmail.com. And if you can find $3 and change somewhere and subscribe to the exclusive episodes we do each month, I would be grateful for that too. God bless y'all. God bless your marriages. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.